Thank you for joining me on the Spirit-Led Business Podcast. Today I'm sharing a biblical secret that will bless your business. Yes, indeed. Today I'm sharing a biblical secret that was practiced throughout the Old and New Testament. It will bless you tremendously in your personal life. It'll bless you tremendously in your business. It has to do with the subject of sleep. And what I'm talking about is rising up early in the morning, waking up a great while before day and spending time in the word of God, spending time in the presence of God, spending time listening to his voice while everybody else is sleeping. Let me share this scripture with you. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Seek ye first, first in order, first in priority, first in time. Seek his kingdom first. I want to share a few excerpts out of Understanding Divine Direction by Bishop David Oyedipo. He's the pastor of Winter's Chapel in Nigeria. They have a 50,000 seat auditorium that they fill up three to four times on Sunday. I heard him say one time that they have roughly 10,000 paid staff in his ministry. That is quite a large organization. So here's a man who's having great success in the business that God has called him to do. The ministry that God has called him into. So I want to I want to hear his thoughts and I want to share his thoughts on rising up early. So understanding divine direction chapter 8 is called rise up early and here's a few things he said about sleep. You are loaded with great potential. I pray that sleep will not destroy it. You don't have any other enemy than Satan and all that he does is still kill and destroy. Sleep steals and destroys destinies and crowns. People who should be kings are dying as mere men because of too much sleep. Wow. You cannot be a heavy sleeper and expect to be a star at the same time. You have to choose one. You are either a sleeper or a star. Sleeping till 6.30 a.m. and stretching at 7 a.m. is not the way up. Nothing corrupts destiny like sleep. Sleep kills great destinies and dreams. It frustrates men and destroys them spiritually. It's my prayer that you receive strength this hour to put your early hours of the day to maximum use, standing before the Lord to hear what he will say to you. And finally, the early hours of the day is heaven's radio hour for the wise. Those who tune in at that time catch the news from heaven and they go forth to make news on the earth. His speech drops upon people as the dew. That's according to Deuteronomy 32.2. His speech drops upon people as the dew and you know dew falls in the early hours of the morning. My goodness, if that right there does not stir you up, if that right there does not challenge you, then you might as well skip to the next podcast because this, when I read that, that absolutely resonated with me. That absolutely stirred me up in my spirit to rearrange my life, to be sure that I'm not letting sleep dominate me. Let's read a few passages out of the scripture. Let's see what the scripture says about sleep. 
Proverbs chapter 20, verse 13 in the King James. Love not sleep, lest thou come to poverty. Open thine eyes and thou shalt be satisfied with bread. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 9 through 11 in the New Living Translation. But you, lazy bones, how long will you sleep? When will you wake up? A little extra sleep, a little more slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. Then poverty will pounce on you like a bandit. Scarcity will attack you like an armed robber. What is too much sleep? You may have heard doctors say that we need at least eight hours of sleep. I heard that all my life. Do you realize that eight hours is one third of your day? You only have 24 hours in a day. Do you really want to sleep a third of your life away? And I will tell you this from experience. Take it from a man who's been sleeping for roughly 42 years. The flesh wants eight hours of sleep or more. It wants to indulge itself. It wants to indulge itself in sleep. But you can function at a high level on less than eight hours. It really matters when you get the sleep. Now, I'm not a doctor or a sleep expert, but I did listen to one. And he said something that completely changed my thoughts, completely changed my life. He said, during the hours between 9 p.m. and midnight, you go into a certain kind of sleep where for every hour of sleep, you get two hours of rest. That means if I can reschedule my life to allow myself to go to bed and be asleep by 9 p.m., that by midnight, I have received six hours of rest. After midnight, it is only one hour of rest for one hour of sleep. Therefore, at 3 a.m., I have received nine hours of rest on only six hours of sleep. I want to challenge you to take a look at your life and see what are you doing? Because this is what I did. What am I doing from 9 p.m. until whenever I go to bed? I used to be like a night person. I would say, you know, I'd put my daughter to bed and then my wife would go to bed shortly after that. So about 10 o'clock, I would say, I'm going to go into prayer. So 10 o'clock at night, I'm going into prayer and it was so unfocused. I would get emails at that time. Sometimes I would get text messages. There were so many distractions. Next thing you know, I'm checking social media or checking sports scores or just doing some kind of foolishness that was not focused. It wasn't prayer. It wasn't seeking his kingdom. It was very um, unproductive. So when you look at these, these hours from nine to whenever you go to bed, what are they? Would you trade those activities for great favor to come in your life? Would you trade those activities for new business ideas and fresh revelation from the word? Would you trade those hours and, and those activities you're doing for hearing instruction for the next steps that God has for you in, in your life? Because that's what happens early in the morning while everybody is sleeping. You're listening to God. He's talking to you. He's giving you uh, strategies for your day, strategies for your business. Would you trade that for whatever it is you're doing? If not, continue what you're doing. But if so, maybe you need to consider rearranging everything. And I'm not saying it's easy, but rearranging everything in your life to seek his kingdom first, to put him first. The benefits are tremendous in doing this. I want to share this. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 5 through 6. 
when I heard this scripture, it was almost like a call. It says, you are the children of light. So he's talking to us believers. And the children of the day, we are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others. That statement right there has been ringing in my spirit. It keeps me getting up when my alarm clock goes off because I don't want to be the guy who is receiving the invitation to do something great in the earth, but sleep was more important. No can do. Let's continue. Jeremiah chapter 25, verse four. And the Lord has sent unto you all his servants, the prophets, rising early and sending them. Jeremiah seven thirteen. And now because you have done all these works, saith the Lord, and I spake unto you, rising up early and speaking. This is God talking in the Old Testament saying, I'm rising up early and speaking. Luke chapter 21, verse 38 says, And all the people came early in the morning to him in the temple for to hear him. They came to hear him early. John 8, verse 2. And early in the morning he came again into the temple. And all the people came unto him. And he sat down and he taught them. When did he teach them? Early in the morning. And Abraham got up early in the morning to the place where he stood before the Lord. That's Genesis 19, 27. First Samuel 17, 20. And David rose up early in the morning. Psalm 63, 1. O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. The thirsty folks rise up early in the morning to seek God. Earlier, I referenced Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 2. In the New Living, it says, Let my teaching fall on you like rain. Let my speech settle like the dew. The dew falls early in the morning. His speech is settling early in the morning. Now let's take a look when Jesus was praying in Gethsemane. This is one of the most important moments in history. And let's see how sleep played a role. Mark chapter 14, verse 32 through 41 in the New Living. They went to the olive grove called Gethsemane. And Jesus said, sit here while I go and pray. He took Peter, James, and John with him, and he became deeply troubled and distressed. He told them, my soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. He went on a little further and fell to the ground. He prayed that if it were possible, the awful hour might pass him by. Abba, Father, he cried out, everything is possible for you. Please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Then he returned and found the disciples asleep. He said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Couldn't you watch with me even one hour? Keep watching, pray so that you will not give in to temptation. For the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Then Jesus left them again and prayed the same prayer as before. So we see Jesus praying, but what are these disciples doing? They're sleeping. When he returned to them again, he found them sleeping, for they could not keep their eyes open. The flesh is dominating these boys. And they didn't know what to say. They had no excuse. They had no answer for this. When he returned to them the third time, he said, go ahead and sleep. Have your rest. But no, the time has come. It still isn't time. He's telling it, this. it still ain't time to sleep. Like the hour that you are living in today is not the time to sleep. So he says, go ahead and sleep. 
Have your rest, but no, the time has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Up, let's be going. Look, my betrayer is here. Isn't that interesting that at this most critical time in history, these guys were so attacked with sleep? They were so dominated by sleep. But what was Jesus doing? He was overcoming. He was spending time in prayer. He didn't yield for one second to the temptation to sleep at the wrong time. And finally, I want to leave you with this scripture, Mark chapter 1, verse 35 through 37 in the classic Amplified. And in the morning, long before daylight, he got up and went out to a deserted place and there he prayed. And Simon Peter and those who were with him followed him, pursuing him eagerly and hunting him out. That lets me know they didn't follow him when he went. They followed him probably when the sunshine hit their face and woke them up or when the rooster started crowing. But he had left way before they did. And verse 37 says, And they found him and said to him, Everybody is looking for you. And I want to say to you today, everybody will be looking for you and for your business if you are willing to trade in your sleep. Wake up early in the morning and seek God. If you'll do this with a sincere heart, the results will be almost immediate. I am excited for what God is doing in your life, and I am honored you took the time to listen to this podcast. If you have enjoyed this and would like to hear more podcasts like it, you can subscribe to the Spirit-Led Business Podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and all other major platforms. Also, be sure to visit the Spirit-Led Business website at spiritledbusiness.net. Thanks again and have a blessed day.